Welcome back to the What We Stay Alive For podcast, where we look at lots of deep philosophical concepts and we apply them directly to our own lives. Today, we're talking about adding variety and consequentially joy into our lives. Now, we humans live by routines and they've become habit. But sometimes we can start to feel really weighed down by these routines and we want something to change, but we don't necessarily know how we can change anything or how we can start to feel that spark of life back in our lives again. And so we're going to be looking at a lot of different ways to bring this spark back to our lives and to just add variety, mix things up a little bit and not feel so weighed down by maybe the endless routine of our lives. Or if there's always just been something that you've been wanting to do for a while, you can do that. And it doesn't really take a lot of extra time. It just takes looking at how you're spending your time and figuring out areas where you can substitute one thing for another thing that you want to do, right? So like not looking at social media for an hour every day before you go to bed can be replaced by learning new skills or reading or any sort of thing that you want to do. We just have to look at how we're spending our time and where we want to sacrifice other things to maybe bring some variety and good stuff back into our lives. So let's get started. The first thing I want to talk about is really actually very simple, and it has to do with music. A lot of times, I think, at least for me, I listen to a lot of the same songs on repeat, right? And I think a lot of us do this. We find some good songs, we just constantly listen to them on repeat until we're sick and tired of them, and then we find new songs, and we do the exact same thing over and over again. But I've also gotten a lot better at finding new music and discovering new songs that I love and listening to them. And it's really, it's a really simple thing, but it just adds that little bit of variety into our lives. Say we drive to school every day, we drive to work every day, and instead of listening to the same songs, we can try new music, see what we like from that. Or you can discover a new podcast or something like that that you want to listen to. But just recognizing that there's so much more out there that we don't know about. And not even just for music, but in so many other things. And I think it's important to stay curious about these things and just try to discover as much as we can and learn as much as we can. I have a little story about this. A little while back, I was finding some new music and... I was really enjoying sort of where I was in all of this music, and I really liked it. All of these songs were so good. But all of these songs were also sad. It just happened that most of the new songs I was discovering were really sad songs. And I was listening to them every day on my way to school, and then I was wondering like why I wasn't in like a super great headspace, it seemed like. And then I realized, Katie what are you listening to? (laughs) Like, Don't you see how sad these songs are? And I knew they were sad and I was like, yeah, but I mean, it doesn't matter. And then I realized maybe it does matter. Maybe we need to keep an extra careful eye on the content that we're letting into our lives, the content that we're consuming every day. So be careful for that. Once I realized this, I started switching out the sad music for more upbeat, happy music and for podcasts. I started listening to the Classical Stuff You Should Know podcast, which I would say is pretty big now, and I just absolutely loved it, and I was learning so much. 
that I'd never known before. And then I was just so excited to drive to school because it meant I got to learn about all of these things that these guys are talking about there. So just be careful and keep an eye on that. But also it's a really great thing to just add some variety into our lives and it doesn't take up any extra time really. It just is going to, you know, take some time, I guess, to discover what you most like. Also, are there any indie fans out there? Because I will tell you, I am a huge indie kid and I am way too proud of my Spotify playlists. They're so good. All right. Another thing regarding music that we can do to add variety to our lives is play an instrument. Have you ever thought it might be fun to learn the violin or the piano or the trumpet? Well, who says you can't still learn that? Or if you once played it, why not get it back out again? Practice. We can do the things that we've always wanted to do. We just have to substitute one activity in our lives for this new activity. And it's so much fun to practice your instrument and to learn it. And I mean, the process is just amazing. I've been playing the saxophone for eight years now, and I absolutely love it. It's, I mean, I just love it. There's really no other way I can say it. It's just amazing. I also play around on the piano. I'm not really good at the piano. I can barely read bass clef, but I just love sitting down at the piano and just trying to learn songs. And I'll look up music and I'll try to read that. And I just mess around. I find cool chords and it's really engaging and fun and just a great way to add variety to your life, right? I also started practicing my saxophone more often and I've been working on this big concerto piece and it is it's really tough but it is so much fun to learn and to be able to play a passage that when I was in sixth grade if I had looked at this music I would have just been awed like there's no way that you can play that well I can play it now it's so rewarding it's so rewarding being able to learn something and to get good at it and a lot of times we throw this rewarding experience away for more short-term rewards right? Like seeing something funny on social media. But there's really great value in learning an instrument and just practicing anything in general that is worth that time that you can get good at. And that sort of brings me to my next point, skills. We can add variety to our life in the skills that we learn. Maybe you want to pick up a new skill. Maybe it's going to be practical for you, like learning how to fix your sink or your shower. Or maybe it's just for fun, like learning to ride the unicycle or learning to solve a Rubik's Cube. Whatever it is, you know, it doesn't have to be practical. It could just be something purely that you want to do because you think it would be fun or you're interested in it or you think it'd be cool. Those are perfectly good reasons to work on these new skills. You can also work on improving a skill that you already have, right? Just practicing it, staying up to date. Or if there's any online course that you've been wanting to take or that you've signed up for but you haven't gotten around to it, we'll just substitute your social media time or, I don't know, any other extra time you might have in your life. Just substitute it for this if you can. I know it might be a little difficult, but I'm sure there's all areas of our time that we're not exactly 100% efficient with it. But just know that we can change. And we don't want to be time robots, right? And just have a second-by-second schedule of our day. But just realizing that we can make changes to our life if we want to. One of the things that I'm really starting to learn more about is film. I'm really interested in film and especially cinematography. I think it'd be a really awesome gig to be a director of photography. 
and really decide how something is going to look on camera especially with lighting. I love lighting and you know now I sit in front of the TV and I can tell you the lighting pattern that people used and I can tell you the subconscious effect that this is going to have on the audience and it's just so interesting. I love talking about it. I love learning about it. So if there's anything like that, just go for it. Or if you want to read more or if you want to learn a language, say, you can do that. Especially nowadays with technology. I mean, there's Duolingo, there's Babbel, there's Rosetta Stone, and there's even beginner television shows for new languages on YouTube. I have about three years of French under my belt, and I haven't taken a French course for three years now. I still am pretty good on my French because I try to keep it so that I don't lose my French, and I'm trying to get better. So I started watching this beginner French TV show on YouTube this past summer, it was really interesting, and I was actually understanding a lot more and learning a lot. And that was just a really simple way to try to stay up to date on something and learn a little bit more. Also with writing, I think sometimes when we think of writing, we think of formal writing. Right? Like essays, research paper, memo, whatever it is. But writing can be very therapeutic, and you could just journal. You could just do a flow of consciousness writing. You know, just write everything that comes to your mind. You can write things for yourself. Write what your opinion on topic X is. Just for fun, just to do something. It's interesting, right? I have a document on my laptop that I've just compiled a list of quotes that I love. And it's an ever-expanding list of quotes, but I love quotes so much. And so whenever I see a good one, I try to add it to my list here. And that's actually a new thing that I'm going to start on this podcast is sharing some of these quotes because they're just so good. And I just love quotes so much that I need to share some of them because they're amazing. We'll get there at the end, though. You'll hear some of my good quotes. All right. Next topic is nature. We can go outside. We can be with nature. We can go for a walk. We can play in a sport. Just spend time in nature and enjoy the world. We can also... And this is very similar to skills, but just learn things because we're interested in them. We can learn about, similar to languages and things like that, art or history or literature. Or we could paint art, whatever it is. You know, there's just so much out there that we can be discovering. And I think sometimes this routine really does just weigh us down and we forget that all of this is out there. And sometimes we just need to be reminded that, hey, the world is so much bigger than everything that you see in a day. There's so much more out there. Just try to find some of that good stuff. I recently just finished watching this show and it set me in a huge rabbit hole of Wikipedia articles about the Italian Renaissance and about Florence in the mid-late 1400s. And I was reading all of these things about Sandro Botticelli, the famous painter, and Poliziano, the famous poet. And then I just got into an art history rabbit hole which never in my life would I have thought that I would be interested in art history. But apparently I am. And so I started learning, you know, all about Botticelli's paintings, like Primavera and The Birth of Venus, which are some of his more widely known ones. And I listened to podcasts going on for 45 minutes about this one painting and about what each of these things could represent in his painting. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, it sort of surprised me how much I enjoyed it, but I did. And I started learning about all of the different periods of art history. I mean, there's just so many worlds that we don't know about. And if we can just dive deep into a few of them sometimes, you know, we go through an art history phase or a Greek language phase, whatever it is, 
there's so much value in that, just in that you are actively seeking new information, actively learning, staying curious. And while a lot of these things might be phases that occur that just last, I don't know, anywhere maybe from one week to four weeks or so, and then we forget that our history exists and we go back to our routine, there's still value in having gone through that phase, right? You came out of it knowing a lot more than you did. And now when you're at a party and someone asks you what you think about Sandra Botticelli's Primavera painting, well, you have an answer prepared for them, my friend. Similarly, if anyone comes up to you at a party and they ask you, hey, do you know Oscar Wilde's poem Symphony in Yellow? You can say, well, yes, I do actually. And you can recite it word for word. Now, if that's not a party trick, I don't know what is. All right, the next topic I want to talk about is a passion project or certification, something like that. If there's anything that you've ever wanted to do in your life, but you haven't, something you've had a burning passion for, but have never actually gone through with anything because you don't have time, because you're worried about something, just start. Learn as much as you can about it. Start before you're ready. This is advice that gets thrown around very often, I would say nowadays. I hear it a lot. Start before you're ready. I was in no way prepared to start this podcast a month ago when I did. I had so much to learn. I still have so much to learn. But I wouldn't be here today if I hadn't started a month ago. And I am loving the process so much. And it's so nice to have this this project on the side of my schoolwork and my job. And I love it. It's so much more rewarding than I would have ever thought it'd be. And I'm only a month in. So if there's anything you've ever wanted to do, do it. Start a blog, start a podcast, a business, get that certification, get that degree, write that book, whatever it is, you can do it. All right, this is the last main thing on this list here, and that is events. We can go to events that are different, that are outside of our comfort zone. We can go see the symphony that's playing downtown. We can go see this musical or this play. There's so many events that go on that a lot of us don't know about because we don't hear about it, right? But if we go searching for it a little bit, if we go to our community website or our city website or something like that, especially, I mean, my university has so many events. So maybe whatever university is closest to you, you can see what kind of events or concerts they have. There's always dancers that are having shows and singers and concerts and senior recitals, especially for music. So that's a good place to look for if you want to just sort of expand your horizon and go see some cool events. There's also open mic nights and free workshops and stuff like this that we could all go see or go do. And I have this little story to tell you too. So back when I was very new to college, I had heard that my school had a comedy improv troupe. And I don't know why, I was just sort of drawn into it. I was like, this sounds really fun. And I got into this phase where I was learning all about improv. And I was watching all of these YouTube videos and learning about the the rules, you know, say yes, basically to every scenario. And I was like, wow, this sounds really fun. Like, I think this could be a really great way to make friends and just to have fun and, and get better at speaking on my feet, right? This is going to be awesome. And so this improv team was having auditions. So I went to the second night of auditions. I stayed late at school and I was walking into the building thinking to myself, 
This is insane. I can't believe I'm actually doing this. Here I am, brand new at this college, I don't have any friends, and I'm going to go make a fool out of myself. <laughs> Auditioning for an improv team. I mean, if you know me, you probably know that this is like so out of character for me. I would never do this. And I still can't believe I did it. But gosh, I mean, it really put me out of my comfort zone. And it was a lot of fun too. I got there, there was only one other kid auditioning with me. And so we just did all these improv exercises with the already established improv team. And wow, improv is so much harder than I thought it would be. I did basically make a fool out of myself. All of my answers were just horribly stupid and just didn't make sense. And I thought that they could pass for like being funny. And sometimes they did. But other times I just got stares. And I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Here's this little introvert who doesn't know what she's doing. And she's just absolutely failing. Not really failing. Just sort of like, oh gosh, I can't believe I just said that. I think my saving grace that night was when we were doing this panel exercise. It was supposed to be a panel of experts. And we were supposed to address audience questions. And I pulled out a British accent, and that saved me. Because if I hadn't done that British accent, this inside joke wouldn't have gotten started. And then, I mean, that British accent really just just brought the exercise to the next level. And then there just started being this huge joke about Harry Potter, and I don't even know how it happened. But that was my saving grace, was that accent. But man, have I ever been more out of my element than being alone at an improv team audition. No. (laughs) It was wild. I really put myself out there. And I didn't make the team. Surprise, surprise. But it was so much fun. And it was awkward and uncomfortable, but in like the best way possible. So I encourage you all, if there's something like that that you want to go do, anything really that's sort of out of your element out of your comfort zone you think people might judge you for it just ignore it just go for it you don't know what could happen and i bet you'll have more fun than you thought because that harry potter bit was pretty funny all right that is all i have for today just remember if you are feeling weighed down by routine if you want to add variety to your life if you want to reignite your passion for life you can do it Listen to new music, start learning a new skill, learn an instrument, read, write, spend time in nature, go to fun events, start your passion project, whatever it is, I believe in you and you can do it. And now I'm going to finish this episode off with a quote from my lovely quotes list. And I think this one pertains especially to our episode today. Keep a little fire burning, however small however hidden. And that is by Cormac McCarthy. Again, keep a little fire burning, however small, however hidden. And I have to give you another one because I just love these quotes so much. Here it is. This is a Franz Kafka quote. Don't bend. Don't water it down. Don't try to make it logical. Don't edit your own soul according to the fashion. Rather, follow your most intense obsessions mercilessly. That is one of my favorite Kafka quotes. Don't bend. Don't water it down. Don't try to make it logical. Don't edit your own soul according to the fashion. Rather, follow your most intense obsessions mercilessly.
And that is what I'm going to leave you with today. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next Tuesday.